When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off the limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No, no holes barred. Hello, hello, she's eating fucking peanuts. The audacity of this woman. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> the podcast food muncher. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a honey roasted peanut. It sounds delightful, but this is not the appropriate time to eat a snack. I know. We know this. We know. know this. It's fine. I, I love you. I'll my forget. my uh, my blood sugar levels might do. <laughs> what? Because you haven't eaten for like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yes, darling. I'm recording. Why? You can make a coffee. We can't hear it. Do we seek permission? Yes, he's allowed. There you go, babe. Fucking hell. Fucking hell, Steve. Steve's off today, isn't he? Steve's off today, yeah. So uh, I have the pleasure of his company because he's got to work Saturday. Oh, God, shit. I hate it when they have to work Mate, on a weekend. Don't even. So infuriating, isn't it? Don't, don't talk to me about it. Yeah, you're like, you bastards. Yeah. Rob's got two days of a conference and it means that I've got to do all the drop-offs for two days. And it's all right. If how they're fucking going, dare he? How dare he? If they were going to the same school, then it would be great, but they don't. They go two opposite direction places, nursery yeah. and school. And it's just, you know, you will know what Edith is like. Do yeah. you know how fucking difficult it is to get the two of them out solo with her in tow? Do you ever, do you ever think about, fantasise about that time when all of a sudden they're, like they're not, it's like there's, you just don't have to do this shit anymore. I know, I do, and it. But it's like I think this is the whole thing with motherhood is that it is a bittersweet thing. Yeah, because there's so many moments with her when I just and Oliver like they're just so affectionate and cuddly, both of them. And you know, I mean Edith more so than I call her koala baby because she's just <laughs> on me all the time. Baby's Velcro boy. Yeah, and she's like, "Mummy, can I be the koala?" But she'll climb up me and just wrap her little legs around me, and she like she loves me so intensely. They both do, but her more. You know, she'll like grab my foot. She was the other day. This is really sweet. I need to balance out some of the negativity with some positive things. Yeah. Um, we were having breakfast together because Oliver and Rob were still asleep. And um, she, oh, I have to sit next to her. She makes me sit next to her all the time. But because no one else is there, she said, Mommy, I know. Why don't you sit on the other side and then I can look at your beautiful face? Oh, when you've well, got like 25 like, bags hanging down oh, your face because she's had you up throughout the night. Yes. Oh, thanks, Edith. <laughs> My beautiful, sad, fucking so decrepit, aged face because this, of all you. All because of you. You can look at it. Great. The reason why I'm up is because <laughs> you got me up, and yet Daddy and Rob, Daddy and Oliver, Oliver are, are still asleep. asleep. The lucky bastard. Sad yeah. dear. It is bittersweet, but that's just yeah. the process of being a parent. I will miss it. I will miss the little. Because I do love all those little moments. But also there'll be a part of it that you won't miss. No, there'll be massive, massive parts. I say yeah. 80% of it I won't miss, 20% of it I will. But like Elliot's older now, obviously still young, still a kid, but he's 12. 
and his sense of humor is just amazing. Like he yeah. he has he has our sense of humor. So we have such a laugh together. Yeah. And like that side That's of nice. it is great because it's yeah. like Toby doesn't get some of the things that are being shared. And so it's like way over his head. Whereas, you know, like we can all be laughing and it's a little nuance in comedy, isn't it, where they get yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I think that it is replaced by something different. And that that's just just as lovely. It just doesn't require just as much of your attention. The kids are rag on Rob all the time. It makes me laugh so much. <laughs> Like Rob calls him Rob. <laughs> I don't know why. Why is that so like undermining of his authority? But it is. <laughs> He's like Rob. Why have you got such googly eyes? <laughs> and we have this funny joke that Rob's got really googly eyes. <laughs> and he's obviously heard me or Rob because Rob says it's well. He's like, God, look at my googly eyes today. When he's really tired, they're so googly. Um, but Oliver's saying it to him. It's like it's just hilarious, isn't it? <laughs> Son, <laughs> saying, Rob, why have you got such giggly eyes? Oh my God, get your giggly eyes you? away from me. <laughs> and the, um, I just, I think the, the overall idea of having kids is not quite all it's cracked up to be, but in the long run, it works out all right. Sounds better on paper. It does work out all right eventually once they've moved out and we get to go on holiday and all that kind of shit. That would yeah. be. That would be nice. It is just, it is the, the the times that really stress me out is getting everyone out of the house together. Mate, that's every fucking parent. I, I know. It's so annoying, isn't it? It's I like know. I hate to break out. it to you, love, but that is just universally a problem. It is universally it's a problem. It's a shit one. And the, the, I don't understand how people just don't shout in that situation because the amount of times I have to say, get your coats on, get your coats on. You know, it's just, I, and I'm so... I become the really regimented authoritarian person in that situation because Rob's so fucking wet. He's such a wet fanny fart. I'm like, just, ah, uh, just, just help me, help me. You know, so annoying. Yeah. Anyway, so I've got to look. I've got. I'm doing that for two days, so that's good. It's fine. Steve's stressing because his new coffee maker is. is it did noisy? you hear that? Did you no. hear that ghost whisper fart? No, see, I it's can't fine. hear anything. Oh, I will tell you what, I bought that. I'm very excited by. Um, a little handheld milk frother. Just a little thing that you put in the milk and you press it and it froths up the milk. So exciting. I I don't have coffee without my milk froth. I have an electric milk frother. So we're going to Centre Parks next week and we will be taking the milk frother. The coffee grinder. Yeah. The coffee milk frother and the uh, oven hob coffee maker. Oh, yeah, that little one. I like those. Yeah. Yeah, that makes espresso cup coffees. Oh look, you've got you've got you've got needs. You've got I to have fill needs. them, and I you am. need that on holiday. Wouldn't yeah. be a holiday without all those things. Would and it? not only that, there is nothing more beautiful. Like I won't have if uh, the only coffee that's going is uh, the oh, shit, the instant stuff. I won't drink it. I will no, only I drink the best. Yeah, same. It's got to uh, be a cup of tea. It's got well, actually, mate. I'm I'm going to revolutionise your your whole thought. Steve broke our cafetiere. And we've bought like the one where it properly heats the coffee on the up. Hob. Fuck my life. I've got one of those. What's that called now? I can't remember. We've got one, no. but um, since we've had our new hob, our new hob is induction and it won't heat it up. I've Guys. got to buy a special induction fucking converter or some shit. I don't know. You fucking need it, mate. I do. I do need it. I it do pisses miss it. It all does, over the cafeteria. It, it tastes different. It's not, it's lovely. Yeah. It's properly cooking the coffee yeah, granules. So nice. That's why. I love it. I love it. I can't believe we've become those people. <laughs> We're actually we are actually oh. talking about the the dense quality of a coffee. I also know what I have now is um, I have matcha green tea. 
I use that with my milk frother, make a little you matcha are? green tea. Matcha green tea. It's hot squash, I'm out. No, no, it's not because it's it's milky. So it's a powder and you have to mix up the powder. And it's so, it's like Hulk. Hulk. <laughs> I keep saying, well, you know, like the Hulk. The green always, guy. Yeah, the green guy. I always say Hulk Hogan. And Rob's like, what are you <laughs> talking Hulk about? Hogan. I've got to say to the kids, eat, you, eat these peas. They're all green. They'll make you just like Hulk Hogan. And Rob's like, what? <laughs> to be fair, want to be he like was a very strong man in the 80s <laughs> and he had a fantastic handlebar moustache. So that is quite something to live <laughs> up to. he's got nothing to do with eating greens. <laughs> nothing to do. Well, he, I'm sure he did eat a lot of greens. <laughs> Probably. Or Probably. just did a lot of steroids. Who knows? I think he did steroids and ate 25,000 eggs a day. That's what yeah. he was doing. By the looks yeah. of those thighs. Um, yeah, a batch of green tea like that. It's nice. It's a new little thing. It's supposed to be very good for the um, uh, detoxing vibes. Of I'm going to be honest liver. with you. Anything like that, it, I think it you introduces hate it. a gag reflex. Yeah, you hate it, and I'm desperate for it not to. But anything that takes me back to the childhood trauma of my nan making me drink squash with 27 fucking <laughs> tablespoons of sugar that's been heated up, I can't. Oh God, heated up that? as well. What well, yeah. can't? You're not getting out of bed, Laura, until you've drank all of that. And I'm like, it's so weird. These like, like, where do these ideas come from? You thought it was a good way to start the day. I'm like, yeah. what diabetes? Yeah, exactly. like, I don't understand how thanks. any of that can can end up in a positive way. Robinson <laughs> squash with an addition of like forty fucking. She sugars. actually put more sugar in it, didn't she? Yeah, mate. Tablespoons, like oh four God. tablespoons of hot sugar. You must have been hot off sugar. What hot sugar? It was hot nuts. squash. I used to like desperately try and get it to go down to like a cold temperature in the hope that that would make it taste nice. It did not. No, I think the sugar's going to just eliminate. It was proper like strong squash as well. Yeah, highly concentrated squash. I think she might have hated me. I think that might have been like the undiscussed. Why would you do that? I'm having a go at Steve. I'm sorry. What's he done? I don't want that. What is it? He's just dribbled the smallest amount of coffee because he thinks he made too much coffee, but he didn't. He made a perfect amount of coffee. Honestly, me and him, 21 <laughs> years, I see us going downhill from here on out, Stephen. <laughs> he just looked at me with his face of complete and utter oh, it's so terror. so weird that you just called him Stephen. I don't, isn't it weird that I never think of that he's called Stephen. He's just Stephen with a V, not Stephen PH. He does Stephen not like that. That v. makes him very, very cross. Yeah, I never understood the different spelling. He said, we're not friends anymore if you call us call, call us that. Well, my name's not Stephen. So <laughs> Could I just that. call you Stephen? With a call PH. me Stephen, yeah. <laughs> Stephen with a PH. Step in. Oh, dear. Um, uh, oh, right. oh, I've got oh, something exciting. Oh, oh, um, oh, I've booked the next River Wombs brunch, haven't I? Oh, goodness. Come on now. Oh, Have no. you? Because I've not seen. When is it? It's on the 11th of March. Oh, it sounds like so much fun. It's one of those where... And luckily everyone's ordered. I feel like it could potentially be a bit gimmicky and a bit shit, or it could be fucking fantastic. So it's a it's a day rave. Um, it starts at 12, finishes at five. What kind of music? It's garage. Oh god. Yeah, that's not your vibe, is it, at all? But it's it, your it, vibe. I fucking love garage, mate. That's what, what is I, garage. Um, I'll bring you flowers in the pouring rain. It's quite like it's very you can really dance to it. Prodigy. No. <laughs> Unless you could basically be a, Yeah I've, The 11th is Slip a potential no. Slipknot <laughs> Slipknot It's not No, not joke, it's like proper rave music That's yeah, my that's, rave yeah. music I, I, There might be a bit of vibes of that um, But yeah so it's a bottomless brunch So you get bottomless 
whatever for the first hour then you get a two course sit down meal and then it's like three hours and you do garage bingo whilst you're having your meal and then it's a proper dance up and they've got loads of djs it's a massive space i think it's gonna be really fun um so i've just booked it so Wait, sports bras girls i know is that what we were saying what the hell do we wear to like a skank brunch what would you wear skank yeah well is uh, yeah skank is like a style of dancing that you do to garage that is hilarious Skank to me is like you fucking skanky skank. cunt. Yeah, there's that too. Well, it's a bit of both, isn't it? So we're, we're embracing it all at the How moment. How do you skank dance? Show me. Give me a, a rendition of a skank I dance I can't, now. so that means I've got to get up and dance. Let and me lick you up and down yeah. to you say stop. Is that garage? <laughs> well, yeah, sort of. I really hope that they play that. It's like proper, <laughs> I think you'll recognise so many of the tunes. And, oh, know, I don't doubt that. It, it's very 90s, do you know what I mean? It is for me. Like That's what um, I was doing in the 90s. So I was about, going into oh, garage. Oh, 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 set me free. That's to me, that's great music. Oh, yeah, set me free. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a really good song. I, I don't really know what sort of specific genre of garage it's going to be, but there's going to be some bangers in there that you definitely recognise. It, it's very dancey. Rude. Fucking very dancey. That one. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm so excited. It's going to be so fun. But uh, well, hopefully I will hopefully be able to make it. But if not, there's a big group of us going. Um, but if not, Laura, club. I don't give a fuck with you. Come I on, do Laura. give a fuck. Although, do you know, I feel like I feel less nervous about this one because it's the second one that we've done. There's yeah. a couple of re- returners. It's very exciting. And, and if you want to join up to it, so if you want to come, um, then you have to join up to my Patreon, which is called Rebel Moms Club. And you find all the details on my um, Instagram anyway. There's a thing saved in highlights uh, on my stories. And um, it's just great. I love it. It's great. We've been doing the lives again and back to the podcast recording and stuff. And it just it feels like a proper little community now because we've all been on there for quite a while. So it's like really getting to know each other. And um, obviously we're going to do this. Had a load, a, a little influx of newbies as well have joined. A lot of those are coming to the garage thing. Amazing. And, uh, it's, just a, it's just a lovely little community of slangy mums. Do you know what I think it is? It's the people that have listened on this podcast and gone, oh my God, yes, that hammered. Yes. I want to go. I said in the, the last Patreon post, I was like, hopefully I won't be licking Taramasalata out of a bowl. So Why I, can't I say that word, Taramasalata? It's quite it's quite a tongue tongue twister, it's a lot. isn't it? It's a lot for a dyslexic girl, let me tell <laughs> it's you. A lot. Try and spell it, mate. Fucking hell. No thanks. Um, no it. thanks. All right, should we go in with a story? Have you got one? Because I have. Uh, so here's an embarrassing story for you. I recently cleared out my house ready for a move. After taking the bags to the local rubbish tip, I realised I hadn't checked the bags carefully enough when a set of anal beads and a bullet (laughs) fell out whilst emptying into the sorting bins right in front of the male workers. Safe to say, (laughs) I've registered at a different tip and will never show my face there again. P.S. This is the P.S. bit that makes me laugh. P.S. The objects were unused and bought but as a gag present for me by co-workers years ago, so I'd completely forgotten about them. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, luckily story. story. <laughs> I mean, for me, I would never not use it. I'd be like, well, it's work. we've got to give it a go. What about the anal beads, would you? No. No, you wouldn't. I always feel like that's starting a lawnmower. Oh, what you mean? Like when you pull in the chain? The petrol ones, yeah. And you pull out a load of poo, is that what you mean? Mm. Yeah, just not. I'm not. Um, I'm not that you know bothered about the whole bum area generally. It's like, no, I, I, I think that shit smells. Yeah, bum smell. Yeah, they create a lot of issues. They 
<laughs> and I just mine's got a lot of issues without being penetrated oh God, by yours, a penis. Yours has got a lot of it. Yours yeah. is, is an upsetting story. Yeah, it's yeah, it was funny yesterday. Story. We uh we went out for like a day trip with um one of our lovely families that we're really good mates with. And I was t- chatting to the dad, and then um, he said to me, he was like, Oh, Rob's just told me that if you sit down like on a cold surface, it'll give you piles. I never knew that. And I was like, try having a fucking baby, mate. Push two of those things out and your asshole looks like a bunch of grapes like mine. And his face, he was like... (laughs) Rob's like, yeah, that's just her normal behaviour. I didn't know that. I I, I didn't know that. What? (laughs) I didn't know that. How can you not know that? I was like, your wife's had two children, mate. Surely she's got them. But I I doubt it. She's like super fit. She's a PT. So she's in such amazing shape Even fit people full fail. Even... That should be a tagline for something. Even fit people have piles. Even fit people fall fail to the piles. Surely, yeah, because it's a lot of straining. In fact, maybe you get them if you overdid the weights as well, wouldn't you? But there's people that have done the weights and like they shit their fucking bum hole out. Yeah, it's it's a a big deal. So you know the the real ignorance around fit people and not piles. I'm sorry, let's break that stigma immediately. Apparently, true for pelvic floor too. Is that actually? If you're not, you know, engaging your pelvic floor properly when you're lifting, you can do more damage than good. You have to engage it. I have to say, because you know how, obviously, I'm as tight as a fucking monkey's arsehole now. Yeah, we know. Yeah, I know. I keep talking about it. Um, <laughs> I I recognise now that if through lifting, it, that's what's made my pelvic floor so fucking tight. Because when yeah. I lift, sometimes I've said to my PT, I'm like, fucking, I feel like I'm going to have an orgasm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can that's see how... that means that you're you're engaging your core and you're pulling out your pelvic floor and that's really but good. But I can see how you know when people say when they work out and they have an orgasm, I can see how. Really? Because it does sometimes. I don't get it all the time, but like, yeah, I can do certain exercises and I'm like, oh my god, I can feel it. I know what you mean. I, I not lifting weights. I don't really know what it would be. I've definitely. I think my. I I need to get back working my pelvic floor because I just. It's one of those things. It's you've got to exercise it all the time, haven't you? Yeah. And I just haven't. I've been really slack. Haven't done it. It's for very frustrating ages. because realistically, it should be that it just stays. I know, but it's not going to, is it? And even an operation wouldn't keep it staying. Like the operation is, is like. No, the, it doesn't. It, you actually then have to work really hard to get it to stay. Well, that all way. that's doing is. Well, I don't know if they do this anymore, but like my mum had, she had a full on prolapse. So they like stapled her pelvic floor to her spine. Oh, uh, yeah. I basically think they it's like an old curtain that needs to be put back up on its hangers. That's it. That's it. Needs rehemming. <laughs> it needs rehemming, yeah. <laughs> Oh God! I mean, I think I don't even know if it's worked for her because I'm pretty sure she said she's got a sausage coming out of a minge now. I'm pretty sure it's like a mesh, isn't it? It is a mesh, but I don't think they do that anymore because the mesh is quite unsafe, and you can get lots of infections, and it can do also it can do more damage than good. So I'm not sure they do the sausage hanging. That's horrific, isn't it? That's four kids for you, mate. Exactly. Should have should have done it, Trish. Should have done it. Should have stuck at two. But if she stuck at two, I wouldn't be around, would I? Well. And let's face it, I, I am the golden child in that family. You yeah, you're my favourite for sure. <laughs> right, I've got a little story for us. Oh, go on then. So firstly, I want to say I absolutely love your podcast. It has been howling laughter whenever I'm driving and I look forward to it every Tuesday. So many people, I think the, the this is listened to the most when driving or running. Those are the two things. Isn't driving, it? running and just general commute. Yeah, commute, of course. Yeah, commute's such a of good course. time. To of course. Of course. The <laughs> thing is, we don't do commutes, do we? No. I don't miss it. The other day I had to get the tube into uh, central London um, and it was in like normal time that people would be going to work, so rush hour. Fucking 
are you actually having a laugh? I, I could not do it. I would not live in London if I had to do that. It was so rammed. But what is normal is for people to push you in and out of the tube. Like as you're, you know, if people are trying to get through or want to make more space, they just push you into the carriage. It's like, stop touching me. I'm not going to lie. I nearly had a panic attack. Oh, I'm, mate, I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised. Long, long time. And I, I used to historically, back in the day, when I did use the tube frequently, I always had the two places that I had panic attacks badly were the tube and the hairdressers. Why the hairdressers? <laughs> I don't know what the connection is there. I think it was because I couldn't get away. And like, if yeah. you were like mid haircut, yeah, there was you're no fucked. escape. Yeah, it was like, yeah. I can't leave now. Never a funny laugh because, you know, to be fair, you you can't get out of that either. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'd be more likely. There's less people around when you have a funny whack, so you could just say I to them, hope so. <laughs> "You're not sat next to people." You and one person, with all their legs like spread apart, getting the bum holes waxed. Well, yeah. you know, you have yours. Now done. go on your hands and knees. Whereas when you're in the hairdressers, there's more people as well, and I think there's something about the combination of like being lots of people and being, you know, you you can't escape easily. Yeah, used to make Here's me feel very panicked. If yeah. you've got piles, can you have? You can't have your arsehole waxed, can you? Uh, I guess it depends how brutal they are. I could, yeah. You might have to prop them up out of the way. <laughs> I just, oh, they're not that bad. Um, yeah, no, definitely could, but it'd be you more could. like, I'm really sorry. You're going to have to look at this sort of like twisted up balloon end that just looks like someone's had a proper old gnarl on it. That's the, that's the issue. It's more an embarrassment thing than I think. So, but surely they the could just like fucking explode. But do they put it right? I've never had my bumhole wax. So they put it right wax. over your anus. I doubt it. Isn't they it just do. like a, in the area around it? I don't know, mate. I just, I'd be so paranoid that I just, you know, left a little clinger or something. That would be more my fear. There's nothing about it for me that makes me go, I want to wax my arsehole. But and then maybe I, it's because I've would... been in a long term relationship. Maybe if I was out with one, I'd be like, shit, I need to wax my arsehole. But I, like, I don't I think just... mine's that bad either. Like, it's, no, I, I don't... don't think it warrants the wax. Could... Steve! She's going to ask Steve. Is my bum really hairy? Is my bum hole really hairy? I guess no. Well, oh, good. I don't know how I, I don't know how to take that, mate. I'm nearly neither. I know. I, I think it's bad. For me, it's been a bad idea asking Rob anything when we've been recording this podcast because he always reveals a little nugget about myself that I don't need to hear. Like, like the uh, clitty letter, remember? Yeah, but he was, was very, day. He was very. He was very. He was very diplomatic about it. Was very it. diplomatic. Yeah, but I don't need to know that. I don't no. want to know that. Thank you. Just, it's just I don't believe my bum holds that hairy. I mean, I've never twisted my own. fingers around it and plaited it. So no, I felt it, but yeah, I haven't. Like you know, give it a little stroke just to assess what's going on down there. I imagine maybe there's some women that have like full on fucking yeah bum beards. Yeah, I bum. <laughs> uh, Vic, actually, you know what? Before we go any further, the one thing that I've realised, I didn't ask you. If you were down the tip and you were emptying oh, a bag sure. yeah. with sex toys, yeah. what would you do? How would you disguise it? Would you cough? Would you tickle the, you know, the tip guys or I think what I think what it comes down to they see is... a lot, don't they? They see a lot. They don't, I don't think that they might have a laugh about it in the office later. I'd have but a great I laugh. don't think they really care. But as we've always discussed on this podcast, there is an issue when it comes to getting rid of your sex toys, used or unused. I would never take it to the tip. I'd shove it in the I would the, not take I it to the tip. I nearly said I'd shove it in the school bin. <laughs> 
I definitely oh, wouldn't shove it no, in the school bin. Don't do that. No, no, don't do that. Would you just put it in your normal Mate, rubbish in your bin? I've got rid of loads of sex toys in the past. I'll just shove them in the bin. Yeah, I mean, what else? They're going to go to landfill, they're aren't they? They're going to landfill regardless whether they're going to the tip or not, you know. I wonder it's... if that is someone set that up as like an entrepreneurial business, but it's like we recycle sex toys. Yeah, like re- yeah. recycling phones. Like they send phones to yeah. parts of the world, you know, where they can't get mobile phones. Maybe there's something where you what, can... So they send sex toys to people that can't get sex toys? Maybe. I don't, I'm going to say that's probably not going to happen, but maybe Van they pump. could like, can you melt down silicon and just make it totally. into something else? Surely. Must be. But there's got, I suppose there's a germ issue. It's a real mishmash of colours though, isn't it? And also like, you know, a mobile phone has been fingered, whereas a used sex toys has been Mate, full on wrapped. Mobile phones are stuck up Lobby bums as well. Around and it. That's so true. Yeah. It's you don't so know true. what you're putting your hands on. And what you've got to think of every single time you step outside the house and you touch anything where someone else has touched, they've touched their dick, willy, yeah, Bum. Dick, Dick and Willie are the same thing, but have they got two? <laughs> vagina. I thought I said Dick and Vagina. <laughs> Dick and Willie are the same thing. If they got two. <laughs> Maybe they have. <laughs> yeah, I think that you're touching other people's amoebas on a daily basis. I know, and this is how worms occur, isn't it, <laughs> mate? Back to the worms. <laughs> I mean, that was last episode, and but si- yeah, and their six weekly cycle, and their six weekly. Th- Fucking wiki. Six wiki fucking sucker interrupting <laughs> my fucking mental health is what he's doing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I uh, I would be ashamed. I'll tell you what, which this annoyed me. This is not sex toys, but it's something along the same lines of like being shamed by things that we shouldn't be ashamed about. Yeah. So I went to an exercise class at the gym because I've joined the gym now. Did I tell you that? I can't remember if I told podcast. I'm joining the gym. I've joined the gym. But I'm going mainly because there's loads of classes and uh, it just works out pretty economically. Like it's quite sensible to do Viable. that. Viable. Viable, yeah. Because otherwise I just go to loads of classes. It costs loads of money. And I'm, I just can't exercise at home anymore. I've really gone past the point of being able to do it because of my children. Uh, anyway, so I went to an exercise class. It was a mixture of men and women. It was a hit class. It was really packed. And... um. I had a sleeveless top on because obviously I'm going to exercise, I'm going to get hot. And I kind of just totally forgot that I just have hairy armpits all the time now. Yeah. You know, since I had my laser hair, they're not like full on like they used to be. It's very downy, but it's definitely dark. And if I raise my arm, you can see that I have underarm hair. And then I suddenly started doing these exercises. So you've got weights and your arms going in there. And I was like, fuck, I've got really hairy armpits. And I got really embarrassed about it. And was like, oh my God, everyone's going to be looking at my hairy armpits. And I had to do this whole like internal monologue of like, there's nothing wrong with having hairy armpits, It's man. natural. It's natural. No one I do feel like pen. hairy armpits are becoming more normalized. This is the thing that I find really hilarious is that I see people who, now I think feminism is all about you know, respecting women and their choices. That's how I see feminism. So if you want to shave... Uh, and the other person doesn't, then just respecting those choices, regardless of whether it's the, the history of it being misogynistic, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You just respect that person. But I find it really funny when people are like, oh my God, like I don't shave my armpits because of the misogyny behind it and the reason why we have to do it. And they've got a wax legs and you don't see an ounce of fucking spider leg hanging out the side of their pants. Like I, yeah. I think it's ridiculous because that's weird. The, I don't know why you do that. It's like if you, if you go one way or the other, wouldn't you? Exactly. But I honestly think that hairy armpits is like so normal now. Yeah. 
It's almost like as normal as, you know, changing your hair colour. I think the thing is, next time I, I'm not going to shave them, but next time I'd wear a longer sleeve t-shirt or wear a sleeve So are you, are you anti-armpit shaver now? Pretty much, because I wow. don't really, I don't need to do it. Like, it's not, I think if you got, a, you'd, I think what would happen is you wouldn't notice if you were like hanging out with me and you didn't know that. And then one day you'd, I'd just do something and then you'd be like, My eyes would be transfixed. You would see my eyes dart to it. I have no poker face when it comes to stuff like that. I'm more likely to do it in the summer. I probably will do it in the summer, but in the winter, I want to do another round of the laser hair removal on them because there's still some dark hair that would go. But I've got, I've made, I've got fucking, I started getting white hair in my, in my hair, on my head, in my pubes and under my arms. What the F? Oh, I'm I'm heartbroken for you. Oh, but you have that too, don't you? Mate, I'm pubes, completely grey. Do you have it in your pubes? No. Yeah, I've found like quite a few grey pubes in my I hair. I don't think so. My, but the, th- the thing is, I'm my overall hair, like I have my eyebrows are pretty much fucking translucent. Like you can't see them. <laughs> um but I do have dark pubes, to be fair. But no, I don't think I've got any grey ones. I don't know. Yeah, like grey ones under my armpits too. I feel like Ew. such an old lady. I'm like, oh my god. I don't know. It's just because you're so close to forty. This year, I'm going to be forty in June. It's part of the reason why I've joined the gym as well, and I've got I'm getting a personal trainer too. Like fucking, I'm copying you now. Oh hello. <laughs> oh hello, hello. What's this? Is what this? Um, yeah, I I just I want to get into a bit of a better shape before I turn forty because uh, I feel I feel really decrepit. I feel like my body's falling apart. And I just want to feel stronger. Um, so I do lift weights anyway, but I'm going to go more hardcore with it. I'm just going to be like a beefed up piece of gristle. I'm going to be That's Hulk Hogan. Going to be I'm going to be Hulk Hogan. <laughs> That's what I want to be. And then and then you get people on Instagram being like, are you genuinely just happy with being that size? And I'm like, oh, thanks oh. a lot, mate. Um <laughs> I I didn't know that my size was was was, was up, up for fucking discussion, discussion but by I mean, a stranger I'm, by anyone. I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, <laughs> that's it's what bullshit. you mean. Or am I dead behind the eyes? Yeah. Have you ever been told <laughs> that? that? Uh, yeah, loads of times. Well, it's yeah, normally Rob. <laughs> oh no, as in like, <laughs> no, I mean people will go, but I can see that you're so unhappy because you're dead behind the eyes. Yeah, I'm I like, know. Yeah, mate, I probably am actually. About? Don't fucking know anything about my life, you moron. Yeah. I'm always ah, one step away from yeah. suicide, so yeah, you're probably yeah, you're, you're probably right. Right, so I have I have a story, story. Right, one more story to round up, and then it is adios, right. amigos. Again, once again, I am the vagina. Sure. She is the dick. I ride the dick until she tells me to get off. Uh, so, ladies, oh my god, I'm currently stood in a car park with my 11 month old, waiting for my partner to come and pick me up because. I am literally going to shit my pants. I've just eaten a flatbed mozzarella and chugged the latte in five minutes flat and my bowels are about to projectile vomit onto the floor. <laughs> She's doing it in the act. Yeah. In there. I, t- yeah. I don't know what I'm telling you. I guess loose bowels and this podcast have a huge correlation deeply embedded in my brain. Please <laughs> pray for me. <laughs> oh dear, it does. We have so many fucking post stories. It's hilarious. I have horrible situations like that. I know. Awful. They yeah. are. Uh, I do think it's worth doing that. I, there's a couple of companies that can test your guts to see what you're like intolerant to eating. Oh, no, I know. So my my nutritionist, I can do it with her and I want to, but also the biggest issue with doing that, Vic, is I would then, like, it's really strict. Yeah, I know. I can't and live I, life like that. I don't, I don't want to be really strict. My friend did it. 
and he wasn't even allowed to eat fucking raspberries. What? But when he cut all of that out of his life, he cut the fucking insane list of shit that he wasn't allowed to have. All of his eczema cleared up. Right. And he was just like at his absolute pinnacle. And when his eczema's bad, it's horrendous. Like really? horrendous. Yeah. And it had all gone. And that was yeah, with no I know other treatment. A lot of um, skin conditions like that are linked to your I mean, diet. Who wants to live like that, though, Viv? Do you know what? I think this year, obviously, it's been January, and I have put on quite a few pounds over Christmas. I've just been gluttonous as anything. Eating cheese. Eating cheese. Um, and normally, I'd be like so desperate to get that off and just, you know, be like, right, that's it. I'm just going to eat really healthily and I'm just going to cut out all the crappy things because I, I I know how to eat. I, I know how to eat not to be a greedy cunt, but yeah. it's just, um, I think for the first time in my life, like I'm actually weighing up, okay, how much enjoyment do I get out of eating nice things like that? And I, I really love healthy food too, don't worry. I think healthy food is really nice as well. But I just, I also really like those other things. And for what the sake of like half a stone, I think, which is kind of what it is for me. Shall I? Shall I just not worry about it? I don't know. I've just never thought like that. My, I feel like my mindset has changed. That's revolutionary, though. And it like is. also, it might be that your brain will flick back to the way it was before, and then it will flick back to this mindset. And like, I think that's a nice place to be. Just acknowledge the fact that. You know, we we started on gut health and now we're talking about fucking hell. Uh, (laughs) Which was about restricting everything. And now I'm like, no, I'm just going to eat everything. (laughs) I think that's quite nice. I think it's quite nice that you're like, actually, I don't think I want to do that. I don't want to restrict myself. And I'm just going to, and regardless of what size you are, because people are oh, people say it's me. Oh yeah, but there's nothing wrong with your size. And I'm like, no, there's nothing wrong with anybody's size. It's whether that person wants to change it. Like if someone's a size 22 and they're happy as a size 22 and they have no desire to change it, no amount of you going, oh, that's really bad for you or whatever the fuck your bmi whatever bullshit is someone's gonna pump out it's not gonna fucking change it yeah so you've got to be happy with who you are and where you're at whichever process that is even if that isn't the process of change it's the culmination of um just trying to have a more positive mindset about myself i've done a lot of them looking in the mirror and being like you're beautiful isn't there a Michael Jackson song in that? baby yeah i'm standing in the mirror in the mirror if you want to make a change, the get yourself. Laura's just going to sing the whole song to us. Is that thing right of that positive affirmation when you're saying something to yourself that's kind? And even if you don't believe it, like I really feel like it does slowly have an impact. And I've tried to do that when I've got really angry, especially when, you know, the kids just make me mad. They're probably the biggest source of my rage, which I don't let it out on them. Sometimes it does overspill a bit. But generally, I, you know, I, I, I get very triggered by them and get very angry. And I'm not used to dealing with that level of rage. But where rather than being like, oh, I fucking hate this. I fucking hate this. I have to say to myself, it's okay. I don't like this right now, but it will pass. Do you know what I mean? It's just like the language is really important. And even though I don't believe it, then I just think the more you say it, you do slowly start to believe it. It's mad, isn't it? 100 million percent. That stupid fucking app that I downloaded like nearly two years ago. I relate everything to my breakdown. And it was some stupid app about self-esteem and it was just little short snippets. Each chapter it was just this weird thing. It wasn't even like an interactive thing app and it's changed everything for me. Yeah. 
What was it called? Uh, that and therapy. I can't remember. It was, oh, you have it to was, find out. It was, but it wasn't even, it was, I don't, it was just some random, probably shitty little thing. And it just explained in really basic short terms what self-esteem looks like and how it works and how to change it. And I yeah. don't know, I really remember just like, because I didn't sleep much back then. Yeah. I just remember when I would wake up feeling really panicked and out of control, just being like, oh, I'll read that. I think I read it twice. Yeah. Um, just to try and kind of like get that process of elimination out of my mind of, but for every single thing that you do, and this is how I look at it, you can't reverse it. So how can you manage it so that it doesn't rule you? So like yeah. for me, when I make mistakes, simple, stupid mistakes or major ones, like I've lost my temper or just random shit, whatever it might be, I'll punish myself and I'll loop for it over and over and over and over and over and over again. And it's just for me about like, when I go to do that, I like stop and go, but it's okay because that happened and you've recognized the fact you've made a mistake and it's okay to forgive yourself. Sometimes yeah. I have to do that loads, but the more I do it, the more of a warm feeling I get inside because I know that I'm kind of, I guess, acknowledging it's okay because I know that yourself. I'm a good person. Yeah. That's that what level you said of kindness this year, is... isn't it, as well? That was your resolution to be kind to yourself. Yeah. I mean, I've not done a very good job so far. I was going to say, you haven't. You've done a lot of negative chat to me on the old WhatsApp. <laughs> yeah. I definitely need to work on that. <laughs> but oh, you are. Oh, my God. You're fine. You'll be all, everything's everything's, everything's gonna, gonna be, be alright. <laughs> everything's gonna be alright. No worries. Oh god. <laughs> Let's just um, crack out some other absolute major beats, shall we? We should, we should. It's very musical, this podcast, don't you think? I feel like it it's a good way of dealing with trauma, it's just singing. Sing that and your out. Brussels sprout fouts. Fouts? Fouts. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, I think that brings us the, to the end of Does another it? episode. Yeah, ready? We've been recording for an, for an hour, baby. No, pups. we have not. Yeah, if it was like 11, uh, 11.35 so it's now twelve twenty. That's Goodness nearly gracious. an hour. Nearly an Goodness hour. Gracious. Um, so if you want to keep sending us your stories, any other business, you know the fucking score. You can email us at noholdsbarpodcast at email. Not email, at gmail.com gmail. or what else can they do Laura go on over to our Instagram page at Band podcast slide on into our DMs and don't forget it's uh, Valentine's Day it's just around the, the corner big v. the big V for your v. vagina yeah that's it it is V day as we like vagina to call it vagina day um, so if you want to buy something to tickle your labia with or um, if your partner or your partner wants to buy you something as a little surprise send gift. them the link we don't uh, this is what i do with every present that rob's ever bought me i'm like well he's like what do you want for your birthday for christmas like oh i don't know surprise me two hours later i've sent him about eight links and if he deviates from those links he is dead to me so that's what you need to do go over onto our website find a link for something that, like can you uh recommend what's your personal favorite out of the vibrators that we right. have on there yes are oh, the roses a top five for me it's yeah. the rose or the um, ergonomic, uh, that one, whatever ergonomic. it's fucking, I can't remember. Ergonomic pulse. design. Pulse. The Skivon pulse, pulse. Pulse Pure. That's it. That or the rose. If you've got a bit more of a budget, go for that one. If you're on a budget, then the rose is go the for the rose. Of the two. Yeah. And it's fucking great. Oh, I'll bash one out with that nearly every fucking week, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, that's it. So we will uh, see you next Tuesday, Slags. See you next Tuesday. Well, actually, I'll be in Centre Parks next Tuesday. 
I don't wish to brag. She's in Centre Parks right now. I'm in Centre Parks, going down a flume. Pushing her funny against the... Um... <laughs> what are you get? Where are you going <laughs> with this? The jets in the swimming pool, <laughs> whilst also checking out other women's pubic hair under the water. Oh, yeah, don't worry, I'll be doing that. <laughs> I, I've, I've plucked mine, mate. You fucking plucked it. Yeah, because I've been using that um, oh, thing. Oh, the thing, so it's, yeah. It's like I've got hardly any hair. It's amazing. Fucking love it. Yeah. Fucking love it. I need to start using mine. I need to get it out. It's at the top Mate, of the get wardrobe. It, out. It, it will. In time for summer. Yeah. All right. Um, All right. We'll, um, yeah, see you next Tuesday. Fuck off. I want to go. Bye.